Welcome back to my channel, guys. Welcome back to my channel. All right, we're back to the 100 podcast. It's the 16th episode. It's been a while. It's been like probably like three or four months since I've had an episode. But I got my boy Julian here. Yo, what up? Beast. Beast mode, dog. Beast mode out here. <laughs> Beast mode out here. So, since we were talking about it before the podcast anyways, what you got coming up, bro? What's your next big thing going on? So, April 4th, I have a bodybuilding show coming up. I'm going to be doing, um, I think it was NPC. So, I'm going to be doing NPC bodybuilding. I'm going to get into it. Um, I've been prepping for a minute now, for about a few months. It's going to be my first show in about a few years, actually, about two to three years. And my other show, last time, I kind of got cheated out of, you know, placement. Because, you know, it, it is a little political, like, bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. If you really know the industry. But I'm really looking forward to April 4th, only because... You feel like it's just if you do more shows, will you get better placement? Just If, if you you're do in more there, shows, in and you, like, group. politically get the vote of the people and the judges and become, like, a an icon and a character in that industry, you have a better gotcha. chance of getting, you know, those first places all the time or whatever. So, um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, seeing how I could create a name in the fitness industry, only because I feel like everybody's doing the same thing. They just make a workout video, and they they sell fucking fit tees or something like that. You know it's what I mean? It's kind of super basic, right? Exactly. It's kind of the wanna, same thing over and over. I want to switch it up, you know what I mean? I, I have a lot of ideas I want to get into, and we'll get into that over the course of the whole video, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited for it. Where's that contest at? So it's going to be in Reno, Nevada. It's, um, I don't know too, too much about it yet. I just know it's going to be Reno, Nevada. I got to get the hotel about like two days before. I'm going to be going with T. Um, I think Darren's doing that show as well. I'll be doing that, but yep. And Reno. There you go. What place did you get in the first one? In so your in first the first show? one, so here's the thing. I didn't place only because my registration was messed up. So I went on stage and I saw the judges looking. I mean, they put me in the front. They literally, when the judges put you in the middle, that says you're you're actually doing better than everybody else. When yeah, they put you yeah. in the middle of the stage and they have everybody else go to the side. I did that a few times, and then I went backstage after the show was over, and the judges were talking to me and they're like, "Yo, you don't your registration didn't go through. You don't have your like NPC card, this and that." It was my first show. I made a few mistakes. I didn't mm -hmm. know what I was doing, mm -hmm. so I, I wasn't able to place only because I didn't have my card. Like I wasn't registered. So there's no way for them to give me a trophy without no registration. I had just um, bought the registration to get on stage. So there was all kinds of things going mm -hmm. on. I'm going to pay you and how much this and that. So it sucked. It did. But, you know, it is what it is. It was a learning mistake. And now I'm not going to You learn, obviously. Again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, bro. I don't want to sound bro. cocky. But I, I stood on stage with all those dudes my age. And I, I looked better than them. It was just, it's a unbiased, that's an unbiased answer. I did. Yeah. I was more lean. I just had a better uh, shoulder width. I just I looked better, and I didn't place. If they, okay, let's say if there's one thing at the I'm pretty sure I would know what it is, and you know I'm pretty sure most people that kind of have some common sense would know. But what's the one thing you have to focus on if you're a bodybuilder? What's the one thing you got to do? 
Diet. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Diet. Diet, bro. Because I mean, you could go in the gym. You can live. You can, you know, you know, do all this crazy cool stuff. But you won't look like a bodybuilder if you don't diet like a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't have your macros down, your carbs, fats, your proteins, you know, your you don't take your vitamins and minerals, all that stuff, it's not gonna carry over into when you sleep at night, which is when your body heals and actually repairs the muscles and makes them look bigger and get bigger. Yeah. You break down your muscles in the gym, but you actually build it up when you sleep and eat. So, yeah. so just the the diet and obviously getting some good nights. Getting some good sleep. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I don't get good sleep often only because I work a lot. You know, working out and just you know a lot of responsibilities. <laughs> but I do at least try to get six a lot of responsibilities. hours. Bitches. Sometimes, let me check my schedule real quick. I'll, I'll fit you in at three. I'll fit you in. What like got that. you into bodybuilding, bro? What was like? So, what made you choose that? Because I, I remember back in the, you were telling me when I was at your pad, I think you're telling me you got into it in like high school, right? Yeah, it was the summer before freshman year. So, you know, after you graduate eighth grade, there's that summer of like two or three months before you go into freshman year. So, those that summer, so to speak was when I got into it. So essentially, you can say my freshman year. Oh, so after, right even before freshman? Like right, like two months before freshman year. So uh, right right before that, I remember all my friends were telling me, like, dude, like you're really skinny, this and that. Like, I always kind of got made fun of for that because I, I was a really, really skinny kid. Uh, so from that, I took it and I was like, you know what? I just want to work out. I want to get big muscles. That was the entire thing, but it grew into more, and I'll tell you that. So it went from there. I got my first bodybuilding book. It said bodybuilding basics and it had like some giant ass dude in the front, like just some ripped dude. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get like that guy. But mm -hmm. in my own way, in the mm -hmm. way I look. I'd open it up, read all of it, and I got inspired because I was like, yo, this stuff clicked in my head. It was weird. Like I started to do it and it just it came to me naturally how to work out, feeling the muscle, the mind muscle connection, what to eat, how to move, like feeling every single muscle fight like it was really weird in my head i could fully understand it that's why i kind of think i look the way i look because i apply that mental focus into each muscle group that i work out mm -hmm. and it comes out that way and even arnold himself said he got much bigger muscles through the uh, art of visualization so what he'd do is when he'd curl or when he'd bench he'd visualize his muscles getting big and like looking the way they want to look so when he'd do that his mind registers that and it makes it actually happen if that makes sense yeah yeah i get what you're saying i get what you're yeah. saying yeah so that's that got me into it you know just kind of just going full circle you know like the whole mental side along as well as the physical side yep. and everything you know <laughs> going into that yeah i get you um I don't know, bro. What? But but just that. Just so basically to prove everybody wrong, right? That yeah. was basically it to prove yeah. everybody. I'm, prove everybody I'm big, dog. Exactly. Fuck you guys, right? I okay. wanted to do that, and aside from that, eventually I kind of got over that idea, and I started to do it only because I thought to myself, "We are only here for so long. Why not take the chance to figure out what you're actually physically capable of? Like on a yeah. different level, figure out where you can push your body to the limits and how you can make yourself look like fucking uh, Dragon Ball Z character. Like, why not, bro? Yeah. Like, why not? I don't yeah. ask why. I say why not. That's just the reason. Yeah. Yeah, I get you, bro. I've definitely, I feel the same way right now, bro. I'm definitely not no bodybuilder or anything like that, but I've been there. I've been at like 270 pounds, bro. I've been a fat fucking dude, bro. And I've gotten back into shape, you know. I've been there. I've been athletic. I've been fat. I've been skinny fat. I've been everything, dude. I've been all the full circle, bro. I've been everywhere, dog. Like, finally, I feel like I'm finally settling down, you know. I'm finally just staying focused and, 
you know, the gym, I feel like, is an everyday thing, you know? Like, I know everybody says you need your days off or whatever, but I don't like no days off, bro. I like to go seven days a week. And, like, even if it's an off day, like, fuck, do you ride a bike or something? Like, I stay see, active. Yup, even if it's an off day, bro, I just still feel like doing something. Yeah. I cannot stay home and just chill all day. It drives me crazy, Unless honestly. I'm, like, extremely, extremely tired and stressed out, like, I need my rest, yeah. But for the most part, 99% of the time, I can't stay home and do nothing. I have to be out. That's yeah. just me, bro. Yeah. I have to be out and doing something. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like, well, just for me mentally, bro. My, my mind, I can't. I can't sit there. Yep. It drives me crazy. Me too. I get bored yeah. quick. I need something to do. Call hey, me. you're also telling me about you You like to read. So what, what got you into reading, bro? Reading, what got, into what reading got me book? into reading was the fact that I can take somebody else's perspective and learning experience and put that into my own mind. Straight learn vicariously, huh? Yeah. Learn through them. I'm a very curious person that nature. So whenever I see a book that piques my interest or there's a certain like area or aspect of my life that I want to improve in, I'll go to a book that allows me to read and focus up on that. Because if I just go to the internet, a lot of people, I don't really trust the internet too much to get it's a lot of opinions, kind of. A lot of yeah. opinions, blogs, this and that. You get a book, somebody actually took the time to create it down to a T and sell it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a yeah. different kind of thing. So yeah. They went through different drafts all the way, yep. you know, to different get drafts, perfect. revised it, all these things. I don't, I'm not an author. I don't really know exactly what they go through, but reading is just, I, I really feel it as a, the ability to be able to put words and knowledge into your mind and use that to create your life. Cause a lot of people like thinking real rich. Everybody's heard of that book. A lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Once you read that book, bro, you're not the same ever. Like before I read that book, my mentality was a little different, but after I read it, it's like a mindset, um, a consciousness shift where you're able to control your circumstances in the life around you. Because most people are like kind of on autopilot today. They allow circumstances and regular routine to make their decisions. But if you take control in your life, you step back, you are aware of everything that's around you, you know what you want, you know how the universal laws work, you can kind of cater to that. And do certain things that are going to bring stuff together for you to make your goals happen. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, like life isn't happening to you. I hear that yeah. shit a lot, you know? Yep. Like, like, bro, like, don't let life happen to you, you know? Yep. You can make your own choices. You can kind of make it work for you. Yep. That's, That's kind of with the podcast, you know? Like, I've, I've, I got in a little mode where I wasn't doing them, and now I'm back. I'm ready to go, bro. I got you I got you scheduled. I, I'm hoping I get Dejan on tonight. I don't know if I'll get him on tonight, but uh, I got a couple people scheduled next week. Like, this is going to go on every week. From here on out, bro. Like this is definitely a plan. Sounds good. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, just to bring you guys on, and I, I feel like it, it. It's interesting to learn from our experiences, especially now that like like we're still young, you know, we're still young. So then we'll be able to hear from this and people that are even younger than us, maybe even maybe even high school kids or or kids that are in college or whatever. They'll be able to learn from that, and then we'll be able to learn from our experiences just from hearing these podcasts later on. You know, we'll be like, damn, bro, look at look at where we. Look what we were. We, we yeah, right exactly. You know, like because I listen to Joe Rogan experience, and that's like, listen to like fifty-year-old men talk. You know, and those guys got all kinds of wisdom. Oh, you know? experience too. Yeah, man. experience, stories, and everything. everything. Yeah, take a lot from those. From those. That's and, true. And I feel like you know we we're not there yet, obviously, but we're in the middle of it. You know, we're like in the middle of the it's journey. Happening. We're in the middle. Yes, exactly. It's you know, like we don't even know where the end is yet. We don't even know that's where our, our journey ends. So. So like you know those guys they already they already kind of lived it they've already gotten to that apex they've gotten to that pinnacle so we're like we're kind of just climbing up so we're still figuring I feel out. like this is definitely an interesting time in, in our lives and in you know just our age group I feel like should definitely talk more and just have like an actual conversation because all of us 
most of us don't fucking sit here and talk. That's a lot. For sure. That's very true. Yeah, we all just kind of, you know, we're on our phones and yeah, shit. Like, hey, what's true. up, bro? What's up? You Boom. know what I've noticed, man? Doing your own thing. It's, I don't like to be on my phone too much unless I'm, like, really bored. But I noticed that even when there's people around and they're friends, they're on their phone and they're not communicating. And if you take the phones away and you would tell them talk to each other and figure out the things that they like and dislike, their favorites, most of them, 99% of them wouldn't be able to tell you what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's crazy. You're connected yet so disconnected at the same time. They don't time. even really know each other. Exactly. You only know what you've been told. You don't really... You haven't figured that person out, essentially. So it's, it's all what you want to do with that person. You know what I mean? Like the friendship you want to have and how like connected you feel with that person too that would allow you to feel that way or want to feel that way and do all those things. But everybody's different. They have their own experiences. So, yeah. You got any crazy experiences, bro? You got anything where... Anything, anything that... That made you who you are, I guess. That kind of like helped shape you. Well, it was kind to of be a big honest, experience, I guess. I am the way I am, and I'm so determined and how should I say driven to do something because I had a very, very, very fucked up childhood. Like this, I don't share it a lot, um, only with a few people. But I've been through a lot of things that would break a kid down, you know, make him not believe in you know God. That would make him question life itself. That would make any kid just go to drugs and just throw his life away. But what I did was I used that pain that I that I had in my childhood and I switched it around into passion to be able to turn that pain into something bigger for myself so that when, I, I'm, when I'm on my deathbed, I can say, you know what? I grew up in a fucked up life in a fucked up household, but I turned that into something. Now look where I am. Fucking multi-millionaire doing all kinds of things with yeah. life. I'm taking care of my family, my friends. Everything. You kind of let that monster drive you, you know, yep. let that shit, whatever yep. it is, drive like you. Let that pain that I've held in my heart for so long turn into a passion and, and drive to just live life to the fullest. Because the way I see it and the way I think of it is we wake up and we got to take things day by day. We do got to plan for the future, but we only live day by day if you really think about it. Mm -hmm. We're not living mm -hmm. in the future. We're not living in the past. And if you are, you're making a mistake. You live day by day, but you plan ahead. If that makes any sense. So that's the way I see it. Yep. Yeah, I definitely feel you, bro. I feel you. Um, what's your, uh, what's your, I guess, what's your, what's your future goals then, bro? You seem like you're driven. So you obviously you have, you have a path and I know you're saying you're living day by day and you got to kind of have a, you know, some sort of future thoughts, but you got to live day by day. But you know, I know you, you obviously, you don't think just day by day, bro. You obviously, you you're thinking all the time. You're not. Most people don't even read books. So that that already tells me right there that you gotta you know you got a, a plan. So so, so what's your plans, goal, bro? I do want to like shake this fitness industry. I feel like there's not enough people that add an, a twist of excitement to it. Mm -hmm. Just you know like, the same thing over and over, over again. Over and over again. I want to yeah. add something. I don't know exactly yet how I'm gonna do it, but I know I'm gonna do it, and that's really what matters. Because if you know that you're gonna do it, you don't necessarily know how. You just put that out there to the universe, it'll come to your head. How? Mm. Think and Grow Rich goes over that. It's a pretty crazy book. I need a, who, who's it by? It's by no, Napoleon Hill, I think. Napoleon okay, Hill. and before you before you go on with that, what's another book that somebody should check out? Like just anybody trying to figure it out, trying to oh, trying to get their shit going. You know, if you're a person grind. that constantly thinks and worries about what people think of you, or you know, you overthink a lot, a really good book is the subtle. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm, I've heard of that book. Never read it, but I've heard you of it. You need book. to read that book, bro. It's the cr I'm halfway through it right now, but just reading like the first few pages, 
it's it's crazy, dude. He tells you like certain things on how to think and how literally not to give a fuck about certain things. Mm. He says, it's not that you shouldn't give a fuck about anything. It's that you should only give a fuck about certain things that matter to you. And when you only give a fuck about the things that matter, you'll find that the people around you give a fuck about you because you're not expediting your energy to unnecessary areas. I don't give a damn what that person says about me. I don't give a damn what they think. I give a damn about my responsibilities, my money, my family, the roof over my head, my bills, and my goals. And that allows you to bring that energy in more places you could focus instead of just having dissipated shit everywhere. Save that energy and keep it in, you know, a couple things instead of a hundred different. Uh, losing it on bro. Facebook, you know. I'm halfway through it, but like, uh, it's a, it's an amazing book. So far, it's an amazing book. So I, I gotta read it all. I'm thinking I'm gonna read more of it tonight too. So, uh, yeah, that's that. That's okay, book. so back to the goal. Yeah. So, what's your goal besides shaking up the fitness in- industry? Like, what's your? So aside from the fitness industry, um, I grew up loving music. I played in the worship team, many worship teams actually, because I jumped from church to church. But essentially, it was my grandpa. So. I moved in with my grandpa, like when I was 11, uh, 11 o'clock, I was going to say, I don't know why I said that, <laughs> when I was 11, 11 years old, and then he had a piano in his room, when he had a piano in his room, I was like, hey, I want to, you know, try out the piano, so I got on the piano, I started playing it, and it had a little screen on it to where you could learn the songs that were built into the piano, so I learned the songs that were built onto there, because I didn't have YouTube, I didn't have a phone, so I would just do that, and after I learned those songs, whatever chords and keys and sounds that I heard from it, I would take those away from it and I'd make my own music with it. Yeah, So yeah, I'd yeah. play by ear in a way. So that's what I would do. And then I'd be on the freaking piano for like eight, nine, ten hours a day. I'm a little 11-year-old kid. I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm going to be in the fucking room all day playing that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. And after I learned about it for a bit, me and him, we would jam out. Because he had a, a saxophone, he had a um, you just be guitar. on the piano just killing yeah. it? Oh. Killing it, bro. He had a guitar, he had an electric guitar, he had this like, naked-ass lady right there with like, big titties. <laughs> she was funny. Yeah. But he taught me that, he taught me some keys, and he used to play with uh, Rosie and the Originals, uh, the people that made Angel Baby. Okay. Yeah, they went to the Tamale Festival a while, long, long time ago, and he actually got the chance to play with them. Legit. It's a very, like, very, very famous song, Angel Baby. You'd have to hear it, but... I'm sure I'd know it if I heard it. Yeah, yeah you would. And um, so I got started with that. And then I started to make my own music. And then um, I do know how to play the guitar, the piano, a little bit of the saxophone. I did, um, actually, in sixth grade, the French horn, which is a very weird instrument. Yet There's, like, three buttons, and you have to, like, stick your hand up that bitch. Like, it's weird. You know? It's funny, bro. But it's a good, it's a good instrument. But anyways... Aside from that, uh, that's kind of crazy, man. I want to get into crazy. music, bro. I would love to produce my own music. I already do on a small scale, but I'd like to bring it to a higher level. So I have software at home. I have my laptops, but I want to get a whole studio. You know, hold like MID keyboard, freaking speakers, everything. Uh, maybe even like a mic. And so you've have you you've done like your own songs and stuff? Like have you recorded your own music? I yet? haven't recorded my own music, but I've made my own beats. Yeah, so I haven't like made full lyrics and sang to it because I don't really know. Scene. I, w- I would like to, but fuck that. I you haven't know. tried it? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I've tried. I, okay, I, I harmonize to it. I'll harmonize to hey, it. Hey, you haven't done a song, you know, for a lady, a bro, song, and you weren't like singing to her, you know? I have uh, sang in, no, I know guitar songs, but not my own song. Yeah, I haven't played my okay, own okay, song. Okay, okay, I would gotcha. like to, though. I just don't have enough, should I say, education on fully creating a song and everything that it takes. All I know is create the beat, 
harmonize with it, put some lyrics in there, and make it sound good. Yeah. But I know there's more to it. If you go to school, there's different software to use. Shit. There's yeah. different this, different platforms, splice, like all kinds of different stuff. That's what I want to learn to take it to the next level. So music production, I like to go to that. I want to go to Los Angeles Recording School in uh yeah in LA to further my education with that. After I do that, um, do the time you want to do that. Do you have like a? a I actually want to want to get there. I actually want to do that in the next like two to three years. Okay. Yeah. Right. Also with the fitness industry, I want to combine those two together, and then I do. I just want to venture off into a lot of business ideas. I have a lot of ideas because it, it's weird, bro. Like throughout the day, I'll be doing my own thing, and these ideas pop into my head. Like really good ideas. I had to get on my phone and like type it mm-hmm. in, in your notes in or whatever. Notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, that's just shit that happens to me. So I do that. I want to get into the CBD industry, you know, into the like dispensary industry as well because it's a big industry right now. And it just keeps popping, up. man. You yeah. feel like it's going to stop and it just keeps, mo- it keeps moving. It keeps going and going yeah. and going. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I kind of agree. I just don't want to be like the last ones on it, you know? Yeah. I feel like you're like, the last. You, you jump on too late and then everybody already you have to ran know it. Somebody. Like, yeah. You have to talk your way into getting there unless you have a lot of money, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to know what you're doing to get in that industry. But aside from that, too, I do want to get into modeling. Modeling. So I want to go to L.A. I have a few photographers that hit me up in L.A. I just It's in L.A. I'm like all the way over here. Yeah, so yeah. So whenever I make a trip out there, I'll hit them up. We could do some shoots. But I do want to do that because, I mean, all my life people are telling me, hey, you should do modeling. You should do this. I said, fuck it. Why not, bro? Like I said earlier. Just try it out. Why not kind of guy. Uh, so why not? I'll try it. So, yeah. There's that. I know producers in L.A. that work for... Um, um, what's that one? NBC, like all these uh, Warner, Time Warner, um, the Warner Brothers, not Time Warner, Warner Brothers, um, them. So I have, I have a lot of connections in LA. I just need to get out there for it to make it happen. Trying to get in some sort of like something like that, modeling or acting or something like that. Modeling, acting, yep. There you go. I want to do that interesting. as well. Because yeah. I can act, bro. Like I, you know what's I'm, <laughs> I'm a story for Let's you. Let's go. So like, Let's go. To this graduate, I needed. One semester class of theater, and I have not taken theater all throughout high school besides my senior year because I needed to. I was told by my counselor, and the theater teacher she hated me. She hate I would never do her work, but when it came to do the work, easy. I would improvise up the ass, bro. And she hated that I was so good at it and I didn't do her work. She hated uh... it. One day it was the final. It was like the last final for for school. And me and my boy, Adonis, um, we didn't do anything the night before. We didn't practice nothing. When we finally got there, everybody had their skits. They were doing this and that. And me and him were right there like, what the fuck are we going to do, bro? This is the final. This is mm-hmm. how we're going to pass. Guess what we did? I know piano. And there was a piano right next to the stage. <laughs> he got some vocals on him so he could sing. Okay, okay. And I'm like, hey, I'll play the piano. I'll play four or five beats, um, notes, whatever. You just go along with it and just say some shit. <laughs> oh <laughs> just, my just say God. some random shit, bro. Just go up there and sing your heart out. We did it. I played a really good beat, uh, melody, whatever. I did it for like three, five minutes. It was a, a quick little um, show. And then he started singing, doing his thing. And it finally it ended. Actually, people were clapping after. They're like, hey, oh my God, this guy's actually put in work. Yeah. But my theater teacher, she's so good at what she does, she knows that we winged it. She, she knew it. So yeah. after she was like, you know what? I know you guys didn't study for shit, but you know what? You went up there, you improvised, and you made it happen. I give you a B. So she, boom, wow, she passed us. Wow, that's crazy. But bro. every time, even before that, she was always mad. Like whenever we would have to perform, 
I never did shit. I would always improvise, and I still passed. Because you just... <laughs> you're annoying for it. You're annoying. She's like, damn, he's too good. He's exactly, too, bro. He's too so good. I thought about it. I was like, yo, you put me in front of a stage, and if and I zone in, boom, I can get it done. I just... That was just me, bro. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever done any, any sort I of actually, acting or anything? I have. I've been to LA at the Los Angeles Convention Center. That place holds thousands of people. And like I said, I used to be in church. I went to... Um, it was called Victory Outreach. I did a play for Victory Outreach at the Los Angeles Convention Center. It was a world conference for the entire church industry. Everybody from all over the world went into that one Los Angeles Convention Center. And what I had to do is I had to go up there and dance and um, perform. It was with two other dudes, but dude, I was like 14. 14 in front kid. of a whole bunch of people. Thousands of fucking people looking at you. Your face zoomed in on the big screens and shit. Wow. Yeah. That's very intense, scary. Bro. Yeah. We had to like dance to like oldies and stuff because it was a whole skit, a whole play musical. Uh-huh. So we were throughout the whole thing. We we're just coming back and forth, scenes along with music. It was really cool. So that's a really cool um, experience that I have to share. Yep. So is LA like your favorite spot? Is that your favorite city? LA is the spot if you want to, you know, create some connections and go out there and make something happen. That's kind of the only place, huh? It kind of is the only place. Yeah. You want to go to Las Vegas? Yeah. But LA is like iconic for it. You know what I mean? That's like an iconic city. This is where everybody's at. Yep. That's why you don't say I want to do it. But right now, I don't know, bro. Coronavirus be everywhere up in that bitch. Coronavirus be everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They shut down that city or something. I heard something about that. I I think they, they just shut down or they're shutting down New York. I think they just were shutting that shit down. That's weird, bro. They're shutting everything down over Corona. You know what bothers me, bro? I went to the store to buy toilet paper because I need to wipe my ass, bro. And there ain't no and toilet paper. No Speaking one. of toilet paper, all right, if you become a supporter on Anchor, check it out on Anchor, bro. Dollar a month. I'm going to do a little raffle, and the winner gets a pack of toilet paper for <laughs> Corona. <laughs> for coronavirus, dog. Oh Become a supporter on Anchor, I'll give you. And then if you're a parent, I'll give you a pack of baby wipes, too. Hey, Just throw go. it in. If you're a parent, though, you got to you gotta show me the birth certificate. Let me know. Hey, that's all right. right. But, yeah, bro, I know. It's, dude, it's crazy. And I'm like, All right, I get it. All right, it's bad. It's not good. It's, uh, I don't know all of it. I don't know all the facts. But what I do know is that it, most of the people that are dying are older, and mm. it's like, the death rate is like 2%. So it's like, bro, like, can we like relax? Like this shit isn't it's like, we're all not going to die, bro. Yes. Yeah. It's like not. it's serious. You don't even know. It, it like, is, it's people are dying and shit. Not to the point where just take all the fucking toilet paper for what reason? Exactly. You, you think we're just going to go into a fucking state of apocalypse and just like martial law. Like they're, they're really thinking we're going into like martial law and we're going to be like stuck in our houses for, for months or whatever. And I, I just, I, it's pretty wild that, that, uh, countries and stuff are already like doing that. It's kind of weird for me that that we're in that when when there's like not it's not that crazy. Like it's it is not crazy. That crazy for it to be like that. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, but not yeah. to the extent for you should have those actions being taken. Yeah, yeah. I, so I don't I don't know I don't know how wild it's gonna get. I really don't know, bro. I'm not a doctor or anything. What, what I do what? know is is that you can just breathe that shit in. So you can sit here and sanitize all you want. Wear gloves, wear all that shit you want to wear, but you can breathe it in. It's so if somebody has it, yeah, it's airborne. So if somebody has it and they, they're breathing next to you, good That's luck, it. bro. That's yeah, it. exactly. But you know what's crazy though? What I was saying is all the toilet paper's gone, but I went to the section that would be most helpful. All the vitamins, the minerals, the... the Everything's there. Everything there. In my head, I'm thinking, if you want to fight off this thing and not be affected by it, wouldn't you think, hey, let's go boost our immune system with some vitamins, minerals, 
and everything that we need to kind of protect ourselves from it. And maybe get some toilet paper because you need to wipe your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. don't take everything and not get anything that's going to help your immune system. It, it, was, it was like counterproductive, bro. That made no sense to me. How are you going to get all the toilet paper but not get the things to kind of actually help your immune system fight it off? And that's kind of the only thing they're saying you can do is just be healthy. They're saying just be healthy. That's it. It makes no damn sense to me, bro. Just try to be fit and that that's all you can do for it. You know, the weak immune system, that's what, what it's hitting the most. So uh, I don't know too many too much about it. But it, if I were whoever's listening to this podcast, I will check out the Joe Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan Experience, because he's got a... He actually has like a doctor come in, a specialist, and he talks about all of it, and he kind of tells you the exact facts on it and what's what's bad about it, and it, it's bad. It's obviously bad, but it's bad for older people, mm-hmm. and that's the problem is younger people, you can carry it. Like kids, for example, they'll get it, and they won't have any symptoms, and then they pass it on to older people, and that's the issue. It's not really... Young people aren't really dying or anything from it. It's just older people. So are just trying to get rid of all the boomers, bro. <laughs> trying to get rid of all the boomers. They're like, dude, they're getting a little Hey, fuck these inflated, boomers, bro. Boom, bro. get out of here. These numbers yeah. are a little inflated, so. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. It's pretty crazy. Honestly, aside from everything, we live in a crazy world, man. If you really see all the shit that goes on, the people that are around you, just life itself, if you just take a step back outside of your regular like thought process, look at everything around you, it's like, what the fuck? crazy right yeah crazy, it, it, the more like every day i feel like i live bro the i feel like this shit might be a simulation you know like and they say too, i'm bro. like yeah it's just kind of just fake. twitched yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly is this shit, making, crazy, is this shit glitching on me is this shit glitching i know man it likes a trip and i and honestly like i think about it too all the time like i'm constantly thinking as well but i i think in a way that's gonna help me and i always i'm always thinking about like Bro, what really is this life? Like, we're alive right now. We have blood running through our veins. We, we're able to think about our thoughts. Every animal below us can only think on a certain conscious level to where they do. Mm-hmm. We, as humans, are the only, how should I say, species that we know of, besides aliens, if you believe in aliens and all that stuff, which I do. And we can think about thoughts about our thoughts. That's where that conscious mind comes into play. Yeah. So you can see what and think about what you're thinking about dogs monkeys all this, like most of them really can't do that if not none of them can do that which is pretty crazy to think that we're the only species that can or that we know that can so what does that mean like what really are we yeah like what, like, what is our point besides what we said oh yeah you're just a human being you were born like what actually am i in this entire fucking life not oh yeah you're human you just skin and bones like what actually are you if that makes any sense, I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I really fucking—that's a good question, bro. Especially in this galaxy we live in, really. Because I, mm-hmm. like you said, I believe in aliens. I kind of believe in aliens too, bro. So it's kind of—it's a weird thing. I don't know. I don't know to be honest. I guess that's what we're gonna live with, right? Until yeah. you die, you kind of don't know until you die, until and then it's die, like, don't, don't really know. there you go. I mean, you get all the answers, I guess. That's another thing too with death. Like a lot of people are afraid of it. I'm not. I, I think of death as you leave this place and you go somewhere else that's going to be beneficial. Like, I'm yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. saying heaven or hell. What I'm saying is you die and your spirit goes somewhere where it's actually supposed to be. So, that's there's like a twist. It's not you're, you're a spirit with the body. or No, no, you're, you're not a body with the spirit. You're a spirit in a, a temporary vessel. So mm, I've heard that. Spirit. I've heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. I don't know if I quoted it right, but yeah. That's exactly what it's around. And if you look at the Bible too, bro, there's a lot of things that are going on lately that have been in the prophecies in the Bible. And it's kind of scary. 
like in Revelations and all that stuff, it just talks about how all the nations will, you know, rage against themselves. There will be sickness, there will be famine, the world will just, you know, go AWOL. Stuff like that has been continually happening more frequently. And that makes me think, where are we going to be as a world in the next five to ten years? That kind of scares me. Because I got plans for my life and the world's empty. What the fuck? Yeah, what a waste, right? You're what like, a waste, Damn, bro. Like, bro I did all this least, work. Let me work and do my thing. Then I got all this out. shit done. And then just die like that. Just call bro. it a day. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, bro. So that's the shit I think about on a constant basis. It's crazy. Life's a trip, like I continue to say it. Yeah, it is, man. It is. And that's that's what I do, too. And and that's kind of... That's why I'm doing this podcast and shit, but I want to kind of just do my own thing, bro. So I'm going to keep doing it until this shit fucking pops, bro. Until yep. it pops, until something happens from it. I'm going to keep working it, bro, because I just I want to do my own thing. Like, you like you got your goals and shit. I got my goals. And, and I don't know. I think people are more supportive than they... It seems like, you know, like people, people become supportive when they see other people start being supportive and other people start being cool, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, but if you don't see that, if nobody's really helping out, like if, if you don't see that, then, then it kind of like, uh, it just doesn't happen, you know, like nobody's really proactive. Nobody's the first one to do it. You know, you got to kind of just go and, and just kind of hope it just, it happens for you, you know, like just take yep. the chances because you're not really going to have support in the beginning. I can tell you that. Oh, Until people not. see, especially like the podcast or like for bodybuilding or whatever, people are going to be like, all right, bro. Cool. Let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 yeah they wait for yeah, it to yeah. happen before they support it. Exactly. And, and, then, and that's what I'm thinking about on a constant basis. Our people's mentality is so fucked up and it's so backwards. This world is backwards, bro. Everything is backwards. It's very weird. Like people love to see you when you're down, but they hate to see you when you're up. It's weird, right? It should be the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your friends are winning, doing great, you should be supporting them. But there's a lot of people that are, that kind of hate that because whenever somebody sees you doing better than them, there's that kind of jealousy and envy that runs in their head. Like, oh, I wish I could. I do just that. think a lot of people don't really try hard, bro. They don't try hard, and I, just I don't, don't think they're aware of their thought process either. Or either, if they are aware, they're not changing shit about themselves. I think that's what it is, man. I think just a lot of people, like first off, like every day, day to day, they don't give a fuck. And then when it comes down to it, when they see somebody actually like give a fuck and actually put in the effort and actually like go above and beyond, then it just pisses them off, you know, because it's like fuck, like that's not me, you know, like and and a lot of people I don't think can see them being that way, like a lot of people that that hate obviously, obviously the haters like they don't see themselves putting in that effort, so they don't have nothing else to do, bro. They're just exactly. gonna hate, you know. They're gonna be like fuck this guy, you know. Haters gonna he's hate. bullshit and he's acting like he's he's actually putting in all this effort and it's like nah, I'm really. Trying, <laughs> like you know, exactly. Like. <laughs> the fact that you're trying should be enough to even respect the person. Exactly. For them to go out and yeah. actually try to do something, like I respect. Like this is way off topic, but I saw somebody, for example, at the gym the other day. Like, like I and I don't really know exactly what happened, but I saw him. Like I saw the homie recording somebody working out, and the, the person that was re- that was working out was like a little overweight, and it's like. For what, bro? Yeah. Like, they're fucking working out, you know? Exactly. Like, what, you're blaming them for being here? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, and that's just kind of like, that shit bothers me. Like, like I don't know. I, didn't, I said, I don't know exactly what was said, but I was just like, you know, this fool's over here making fun of somebody who's overweight that's actually trying to better themselves, you know? I've seen that too. And that shit's like, like dirty to me. I've been to the gym and I, I see this one particular dude who's overweight as well and he, he works out and in my head I'm like, you know, I respect him for coming here because you know what's crazy? Everybody at that goes to works out at the gym, to some degree they're fit. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, you don't see unfit people in the gym. 
you, exactly. maybe a small percentage, 5%, but for the most part, everybody that works out there is already fit or, you know, normal. Yeah. But when you actually see somebody who's really out of shape and they're putting in the work, it's different, bro. It's different. It's like you really respect them for that because there's so many, I don't want to be mean, but there's so many fat and like just, just out of shape people and you only see very few of them in the gym. Very, they very don't few. even try to get they back. Even, yeah. They go there, they work out, maybe even for just ten minutes, and that's it. But the thing is, that when you really see somebody putting in the work, that's where the respect comes in. Yeah, exactly. I noticed that. Notice, I said, I in my head, I'm like, you should see more unfit people in the gym. Definitely. Then you know you should see fit because if they're already fit and working out, yeah, they're there. But the unfit people are the really the people who should be making the difference and going in the gym and turning into the fit people. Yeah. If that makes any sense? But um. Yeah, that's that, man. I don't know, bro. Like, like, <clears throat> fuck, dude. Just getting in, man. Even if you're unfit, especially whoever's watching this that's fucking unfit, bro. Just go, bro. Like, go, bro. Like, like everybody's been to that point where you feel like you can't get back, but, bro, you can get back. Bro. You and can you know get what's back. crazy, dude? Like, just going through my journey at working out, people would always text me, what do I do? How do I do this? And I tell them, okay, and then how do I do this? How do I do that? I'm like, okay, like continue to tell them and it just goes in one ear and out the other. And the way I see it, stop asking so many questions, just go and get it done. Yeah. And you learn as you go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how that's how I did it. When I first started working out, I was in the gym five, six days a week just doing random shit. And so I learned exactly how it works. Once I learned, then I applied it to myself and progress came, progress came. But all these people, they gotta know everything before they do anything. That's exactly. the wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset. Exactly. That used to be me. I'm gonna be honest, but not anymore. So, yeah, man. That's yeah, just be in there, bro. Yeah, like you can sit there and ask everybody, and I feel like I've even done that when I ask people, like, real, bro, like, 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 what are you eating, bro? And it's like you know what you should eat, dog. Like you know, like you know you what you should, should eat. Know. Yeah, regular, you know, chicken, rice, asparagus, green beans, you know, like, just the normal healthy shit. Not well, fast you, food, bro. Like just we not all fast know. Food. Just yeah, stay away from the chips. Like it's common sense. Stay away from the fat foods. Everybody knows what fat foods is. Everybody knows what good foods is. Just do that. Put it in your meals, and just do something with it. Bro. Yeah, and a lot of people just. It's just hard, man. It's because hard. They, they make excuses on why they can't. And it's not even that hard, to be honest. Like, going to the gym every day, I've made it a point in my life that I go seven days a week, bro. And I haven't missed a day in probably six months. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't miss a day. I, I'll go even at midnight. I'll go at, in the morning at seven. I'll go whenever, dude. But I'll make it fit. And even if it's for 30 minutes, bro, it's like, I'm in there. That's I'm in there for something. It's dude. consistency that really matters. It, being consistent with anything yeah. is going to bring that compound effect and allow you to really make progress. Because if you're inconsistent, your body and your mind registers that you're inconsistent, so it's going to show that. But if you're consistently consistent, then your body's going to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow, along with you know tweaking everything and making sure you're making progress and stuff like that. So yeah. And just like I'm sure you feel the same, like you're not going to go to the gym every day feeling like you want to go to the gym. It's not, you're not, you're not going to be excited every day, hyped up, bro. Never, it's just not There's the way days where you feel like shit, you feel like you hate the gym, but you still go because you know what? I need to. It's part of my, my plan. It's part of who I am. It's what I've dedicated myself to, what I've committed myself to. And if I don't go, I'm going to be breaking my own rule and I'm going to be breaking the mindset that my mind is in to be able to continue to come every day. Yeah, yeah exactly. What, uh, what's your... What's your favorite workout at the gym? Favorite body part or your favorite kind of workout? Workout. Like, what's your, what's your, probably, like, you think, like, is 
the one workout that everybody should be doing. That's like a just the best muscle builder. That's kind of hard to answer because everybody's different, and everybody has like different kinds of the way they respond to the training stimulus. But if I was to put a pin on it, I would say strength based exercises, which is like bench press, deadlifts, squats, putting some weight on your kings, body, just weight power movements, compound. Gotcha, because gotcha. what that does is that allows your body to move all your muscles. And you have to force yourself to use your entire body to move the weight up versus just a regular bicep curl or just one little chest press. You gotta like flex you the whole body. You have to flex your whole body, keep your core tight, engaged when you're doing deadlifts, doing squats, even bench, bro. Just keeping your back, you know, a little arched, core tight, engaged, breathing. Yeah. All those. The way I see it is, the more harder the exercise is, the more demanding it is with the force of gravity and the, just the, the way it feels. The more it's gonna make your muscles grow, because you know that saying, "No pain, no gain." It's true to an extent. The more pain and the more it takes for you to do something, the more you're going to get out of it in the back. And here's also another thing. I read this in Think and Grow Rich too. It says for every failure, there's a seed of success that is planted. So that shows you for all the pain that you go through, for everything that you do on that opposite side of the workout, there's always going to be something to come back around and kind of supplement mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. That was a really good thing too. That really changed my mindset. For every failure, there's a seed of success planted. An equivalent seed of success. So the more you fail, the more you fuck up, the more you try. It almost gives you more answers. It gives it, you another answer. It gives you oh, another answer. Oh, this doesn't work. Oh, this doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, this yeah. works now. This works now. Yeah, Versus yeah, yeah, people, yeah. oh, how does that work? How does that work? Let me just all the questions. Ask this question. Ask that question. They don't actually do it. So they never find out. Yeah. It's crazy. They never just fucking put their feet down and go. <laughs> Life's backwards, bro. I'm telling you. Shit's crazy. It's weird, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking bro. crazy, man. That's why I read a lot, so I can, like, unfuck my mind, dude. It's crazy. From all this fucking just, media and TV and all this bullshit. Just from the habits, just... the people that raised me, the people that raised them, the people that raised them, just there's just generational habits that uh, continue. Oh, trying to break it. Yeah. Break it, dude. Break, break it. the chain, huh? That's what I'm trying to do, man. Shit, bro. And it's That's not easy, you. but there's times where I, I mentally can't handle it, and I just need a break. It's very hard because your mind's so stuck in that, like, way of thinking it almost kind of makes a way for you to stop. So you have to continue like push through that, bro. It's it's really hard. Yep. It's really hard, but you know what? It's worth it in the end. It's worth it. Yeah. Like one day yeah. you're going to wake up, you're going to be like, fuck it, I'm chilling, bro. Like, I'm good. All that work, all that work, because, you know, every day you take off, bro, it's just like another day you got to kind of make up later. Yep. It's like another day, like that work could have been done and you could have been finished at the end, you know? You could have like done it all and like... You know, there's going to be no regrets at the end. And now, you know, every day you wait, it's like another regret. I feel like it just kind of builds up. Don't put off for tomorrow up. what you can do today. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, well, I know there's another saying too. What is it? Uh, I'm going to, what is it? I'm going to do today what what most men won't. So tomorrow I can do what most men can't or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll like do that. today what most men won't. So tomorrow I can do what most men can't. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, same shit, like man. Just go on the next level. Uh so so I don't know. Kind of jumping back to music, but uh, what uh, do you want to like? Do you want to be just a straight producer? Do you want to like have your own band? Or do you want to have like your I own? I want to have my own band. Your own I'm like artist. Solo, solo yeah. Just be I would like to learn and fully master the art of making music, producing it, and aside from that, go take vocal classes so that I can better you know educate myself on harmonizing with my music. Being able to really hear it and sing with it. Because if I wanted to put my own vocals and I know to sing, I don't need to pay somebody for a feature. I can do it myself. Put it on the computer, tweak it, change the, the tone, 
change the way it sounds. I can make it deeper. I can put a synthesizer on my voice, like all kinds of different shit to make it sound different. So that's what I want to do. That. Yeah, there you go. You have a. Uh, are you gonna have an artist name, or are you gonna stick with your name? <laughs> See, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> Give me some time. Oh, uh, I'll figure that out. It, it has to kind of represent me. The name that's gonna take some thought. What type of music you gonna do, bro? Some all favorite. around everything. I'm gonna do. Ra- I wanna do uh, hip hop beats. I wanna do not rap. I'm not really a rapper, but I wanna do hip hop beats. I wanna make uh, EDM music. I wanna make trap, dubstep, house music. Um, honestly, bro, if I wanted to, I could fucking make country, dog. Really lock them doors. I don't know about country, but I like all those trap, EDM, house, um, hip hop, soul music, R&B. Oh, dude, R&B is going to be, if not the number one. I love R&B. Really? Like slow music and with the nice beat. Yeah. With the little hi-hats in the middle. You, you'd be I loving that. that uh, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, shit. I love that music, bro. And soul music. It's just the best. <sighs> I don't hate. I don't blame you for that, dude. That's for those long nights. Yep. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, music just takes it a little bit higher. Yeah, but I just feel like I'm by myself when I play music because I like going to festivals, bro. I love going to raves. I like going to Coachella. I like going to all types of music festivals. And when I'm in the zone listening to music, like I just love it, bro. I feel like I'm at home. I just hate it, like. Bitches would come up to me, try and dance, and like I'm so like gone. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, ugly. Like I'm <laughs> chilling. I'm, I'm I'm into this I'm song trying, right now. Don't try to dance with me. Like you gotta be ten. Uh, I'll play. For real. Yeah, Not the ten me. part, but damn, get off me, nasty. Yeah. I'm like the tenth, fifteenth guy you've tried to dance exactly. with. Exactly. So shit. the way like, I see leave it, bro, as these dudes, they be like kissing up on these girls at festivals, and I'm thinking, bro, what did she hooked up with like three or four other dudes before you? It's kind of nasty, right? Yeah, yeah, think about like, it. I'm like, that's nasty, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> Shit, chill yeah, out. Bro, like, she's a random, right? You don't know her? She's then don't, random. What bro, if she has don't. some shit on her lips? You can't even see it, bro. Like, you just can go that, back dog. home. Uh-uh. And that's the perfect spot for her because then guess what? She's out. Yep. At the end of the weekend, she ain't ever going to see you again. And guess what? You're stuck with it, bro. Whatever you got. Yep. See, that's uh, why it's hard for me to you know. Get into that because I'm scared. I'm actually scared. I don't want any of that shit to happen to me. Because uh, if, if it does... Hey, so you want to Coachella this year in October? Since they moved it from April? Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> okay. yeah. Because I, I didn't know if I was going to go in April because, like, it was really close. And I just didn't know if I had the money for it. But since in October, it gives me plenty of time to save up and find it. So. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully we're all here in October. Yeah. I'm still going to be here. I know. I'm chilling. Corona ain't doing shit to me, bro. Shit, We're here. Bro. I mean, Good. dropping these 100 podcasts, bro. We only got two people, so they can't shut us down. That's right. That's hey, right. That's hey. true. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I don't know, bro. I think we should just wrap it up. I think it's a pretty good podcast so far. It's like almost about an hour. Damn, don't want to get really? too wild. Yeah, it's probably... It says on there 46 or 48. Damn, I, I thought yeah. it was like 20 minutes. We yeah, actually nah, talked for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's how they go, man. All right, guys. But that finishes out the podcast. We're not gonna end it yet. We're not gonna end it yet. We're not gonna end it. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's the sixteenth episode of the one hundred podcast against Julian. Yep. Uh, bro, give nice me give them your IG, bro. Give them everything. All your your social medias. Tell them when your when your event is and how they can check out how you do or whatever. You know, like give them all your info, bro. Okay, so my so IG is out. at Julian X Perales. That's it. Just Julian X Perales. Just one thing. Um, follow me. DM me if you, you know trying to you know do some business, trying to work out, anything hey. like that. And then my shows are going to be April 4th in Reno, Nevada. 
So follow me, check out my stuff. And if you ever need some workout tips, need somebody to help you with diet advice, or even somebody to talk to, I'm right here, man. I got you. If you're a dime, hit him up. If you're a dime, too, hit me up. Let me know, baby. What's good? Uh, Hey, again. Uh, Hey, support on Anchor. You can support for 99 cents a month, and I'll give you guys the I'll give one supporter (laughs) a pack of toilet paper to wipe that ass for Corona, all right? 16th episode, 100 podcast. It's going to be dropping... Uh, what day is it today? Sunday, March 15th. So we're going to drop it tomorrow, Monday, March 16th. So be on the lookout. It'll be dropped tomorrow, March 16th. So. Good shit. All right. 100 Podcast. Thank you, bro. Appreciate right, it. Bro. Got you. Later. Done. Yeah.